I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. It's been a hell of a week. Red, are you suggesting we pray? Now listen here, Tabaxi. I love a good poking stick. Well, aren't you just a friendly black bear? By the light of Moradin, may we be guided to do what's right. <laughs> we should adopt a baby, Kraloth. Kraloth has two newborn babies. Hi, boss. Hey, Karen. How you feeling? I feel great. Tis high harvest time in golden fields. Hello all and welcome back to Dice Shame, episode 14, Field Day. I love Dice Me too, buddy. This week on Dice Shame. We're in Golden Fields, aren't we? Yeah. I'm nervous because you never know, we could get into a fight. You know, I think you will be fine. Fair enough. If you're enjoying this podcast, please leave us a positive review and consider supporting us on Patreon. You can find the links on our website, DiceShamePodcast.com. Are you ready, Henry? I'm ready. Me too. Let's do it. Dice Shame likes to eat together when we game together. Mm-hmm. It's not allowed during the actual game, of course. Nom, 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 when we nom, have nom, a morning nom. game, often we have some pancakes and ham. Yes. Harlan and I <laughs> cook it up for the boys. Yeah, it's, it's really, really cool. great. I love uh, it. It's a good you. combo, eh? And I like that they're like the, the same oh. shape. 
Next time, I'm making a sandwich. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. shit. That's brilliant. Well, what I do is I, I have a piece of ham with a piece of pancake. I make a sandwich so in my mouth. Is, definitely. Is oh, the yeah. pancake bread <laughs> or is the ham bread? Oh, the pancakes, uh, pancakes bread. bread. See, yeah. I would do ham bread. That's, really? What? Yeah. Then you're like holding ham. I was going to say, speaking of ham and pancakes, we're about to have a feast here mm. in Golden Fields. Ogre Mound. As the three of you are enjoying your meal and Miros is kind of pulling himself together behind the bar and and reintroducing himself to Rilix, who is his, you know, his pet, um, giving her scritches behind the ear and such, uh, a woman enters. She comes from the stairs that lead up to the rooms and she's she's walking behind a book that is floating ahead of her. She looks over the top of this book at the three of you and she says, Oh, it's, uh, I've got company. I, uh, I mean, I suppose for the holiday. Hello. Hmm. Jack, you are heading to the Harvest Home Abbey with Z. What do you say? Z's a little bit awkward. I, I, Jack's a little awkward too. I, you know, <laughs> um, Good. Good match. Uh, Z, I hope, I hope it doesn't come off a little cowardly. They, they had some bad news to give to Miros. I, I, I don't know if you're friends of his. I'm sure he could use some some help. Uh, there was some giant attack where his parents lived, and it was it's just. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't be there. It's been too much. It's been a. It's been a hell of a week, and I, I just needed the walk. I think. No, I mean that makes sense. Um, I'm I'm not particularly close with Miros, or I mean really anyone here in the. Town. Oh no! Have you not been here long? Yeah, I have. <laughs> um, I hold very fervent viewpoints, and sometimes it makes me a little bit unpopular. Jack doesn't know anything about that. I understand completely. Uh, it's tough sometimes when you when you think you really understand the way things work, and nobody else seems to have the right. The, the the same knowledge base or the same touchstones, so it, you got to explain some really simple things to them. I feel like sometimes I'm the only one who sees what's truly going on. Oh my god, yes, and and like even even the people who are in charge and who like think they know better or more, like even to get them to understand something that seems so obvious, sometimes it's it's oh yeah yeah yeah. Ah! And she runs over and squashes a grasshopper. I'll, I'll admit, archaeology is one of one of my passions, and I, when we found these salt and pepper shakers in in this cave, I am way more excited about them than I think anybody gives me credit for. No, uh, they look they're they they're cool. It's not just that they're cool; they these are over a hundred years old, and and they were made by Claire Saffitz, the silversmith from Golden Fields. I just I really hope I can find someone who can. Um, is this the temple here? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, I I hope you find someone who cares. About those. Me too. As much as you do. Thanks, C. So we stand in front of Harvest Home Abbey. It is a huge stone building. There are statues of Shantae at every corner, her arms lifted to the sky as if to summon rain. There are stained glass windows decorated with images of wheat, fruit, and vegetables that light the pillared arcades within, which is a really beautiful way of saying it's a cool building. Um, we go inside and we are immediately confronted by a black bear. Whoa. Uh, Darlo, down. Oh. Uh, hey. Don't worry, Jack. These are very tame animals. Oh, uh, are you carrying any food? No, actually. 
so I'm so sorry, Darlo. Is, is Darlo behaving like a regular bear should? I mean, uh. most black bears aren't this chill. Yeah. He's a little rotund as well. Uh-huh. Um, she, uh, Z moves around towards his back end and gives him a, a bum, bum scratch. Uh. Well, aren't you just a friendly black bear, huh? Yeah. Wow. Um, a few months ago, Darlow and uh, Tilby, his mate, I don't know where she is, they wandered in to Goldenfield somehow. I can't fathom how they made it in, but um, we've, been, we've been keeping them. My friend Red would love to see them i do they do they wander around ever or just around the the temple here? they're most comfortable around the abbey but they go as they please the the citizens of golden fields treat them like mascots well darlo if you ever end up around north furrow's end there is a tabaxi who would love to meet you and i'll, I'll sort of give a tentative pat on the the back of this <laughs> yeah and and Let's find the abbot. He's standing near the front of the abbey. He's going through some papers, and he looks up as the two of us approach. Z makes a very uh, sincere and solemn bow. Um, abbot Ellerdin, this is Jack. I'm sorry, Jack. I didn't catch your last name. Um, uh, I mostly go by Jack Page. J- this is Jack Page, uh, a visitor to... Golden Fields. Uh, Jack, if you'll excuse me, I have some duties. I have a job to do. <laughs> it's poop. <laughs> Z, I really appreciate uh, this walk and, and chat. I hope we get to spend a little more time together. This was lovely. It's really nice to meet you. And she goes in for like a weird hug and uh, like grabs you around the middle. Jack is just weird about it in general, but we'll, we'll then give her a good hug too. And, and uh, uh, see you at the feast later. Yeah, that sounds nice. Great. She scurries away. Abbot Elodin. Yes, child. Jack's getting the sense he's the the ultimate leader of Golden Fields, is that? He's definitely the abbot of Golden Fields. Okay, and it's a, all right, like it's been been a really weird week going around here. It sounds like, you know, a a couple of weeks ago with a giant attack, you guys must be going through a lot too. And I and I've got some, something I wanted to to return to Golden Fields. I think it, it most belongs here. So maybe we'll start with that. These two pieces, the, these silver salt and pepper shakers, uh, were made by Claire Saffitz, uh, um, uh, this the, the famous silversmith from Goldenfields. There, are you a merchant? Sorry? No, no, sorry, I'm I'm an archaeologist. I found, I, I wanted to I wanted to donate these to to the temple. Really, I they're they they belong here. They belong somewhere in a place of honor. They're they're salt and pepper are are you know the seasonings of life. They they definitely I can tell you everything I know about them. They're they're at least I think they're that pretty special. Will do. Thank you. He takes a few steps towards you. His robes rustle against the carpeted ground, and he takes the salt and pepper shakers in his hands and examines them. Indeed, these are finely wrought. Yes, a gift you said for, for the for the temple. I think if if you could if you could give them a place of honor, or if, if uh... these will grace my table. Incredible. And I do appreciate your generosity. I'm not familiar with the work of Claire... Claire Saffitz, uh, a silversmith from Golden Fields from, from a century or so ago. Indeed. Thank you. Okay, so you guys have interacted with Miros. You've had your meal. Jack has parted ways with Z and spoken with the abbot. What else is going on? Uh, Well, belly's full. 
Um, I would time to do some shopping. I was just about to say, I'd love to buy some studded leather armor. Oh, yeah. Do they have any in this town? I fucking hope so. Uh, Nero's from behind the bar is cleaning your glasses uh, as you've finished with your meal. And he says, yes, well, there is a shop just behind the inn here. There should be some armor. (laughs) Now listen here, Tabaxi. We're going to go together. Because you're not buying some crap that's built by humans. You need to buy something that's finely furnished. Makeover. Finely. All right. Yes. And uh, I will come with you to ensure that you don't purchase just anything. Anything. Okay. Doran, let's go. Take my arm. Walk it on. What about this one? No. Jack, as you return to the center of town, you see your friends leaving the inn and entering the shops. Would you like to go with them? Yeah, I think he he would definitely join them. There there was a moment where he looks towards the inn and like eyes bed really hard and then decides to join them in the shops. That's my big question is, are you going to try to have a little nippy nap before it's food time or what? I think we're... I think I'm going to stay up. Well, but you like stumble mm. on a pebble yeah. because you're so tired that you you can't yeah. see straight. Whoa, 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 whoa. You all right there, Jack? I I think I just need to go to bed. I'm I'm feeling but there there's a couple of things if you could keep an eye out for me. I'm look I'm looking for some incense and herbs and maybe a a, a diamond, but, hey, but if you see those, I pull out my parchment. You just write down a list, and I'll get you anything you like, brother. Yeah, keep an eye out for these. If you don't find them, it's not critical. But but I need I need to get some sleep. Um, if you could if you could see me, pick those up for me. You got it, buddy. In the background, while you guys are talking, you see like red, like spinning slowly, and Doran like dancing. It's like <laughs> clearly like a montage in the background with no music, and you guys yeah. are talking in the foreground. It's like really weird to see these guys. I love that. It's like people walking by, yeah. like looking. And then it cuts back. We're like, what about this one, Doran? Doran just farting every now and then. <laughs> what? What are you buying? I'm going to buy some studded leather armor that yeah. Doran approves. Unless he Only thinks, if I approve studded leather. Unless you think there's something more useful. Well, and that's when we step into the local blacksmith. Absolutely. Please do. Who's running the local blacksmith? It's a dwarf. Of course it's a dwarf. Of course it's a dwarf. Uh, the dwarf has a dragonborn apprentice. Okay. Excellent. Uh, and the two of them are busy at the forges. Good day, I say as I as I Hello. step into. And there's of course the sound. Ding, ding, ting, ting. Yeah. I love that. Of the, that was yeah. so good. <laughs> I, I, I work on that a lot. Of course you do. <laughs> Hanging inside the shop are are all sorts of uh, pieces of armor, and I, and I kind of whisper to my Tabaxi uh, fellow here, you know that. This stuff is of good to better quality, but nothing of excellent quality. I mean, I give a nod and a bit of respect to my my dwarven folk, you know, who owns right. the shop, and I yeah, yeah, and I say, well, good day to you, fellow dwarf. Oh, hello! It's nice to see you. Yes. What and can you, I do for you? Uh, may Moradin praise this shop. Huh? Oh, indeed. Yeah, 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 yeah. My friend here, my tabaxi friend here, we're looking for some light armor. Uh, light to medium armor, something that can keep him uh, nimble, nimble, Hi-ya! but also. Hi-ya! And I jump up on the counter. Karate, clang, clang, shinkling, clang. Trust me, this is how he always is. Hi-ya! So I see what you mean. Yes. Oh, ah! 
Uh, how He's about, got an interesting physique. I have to be stealthy, see? What about that there? And I point up to a, a bronze breastplate. Mm. There's a nice shimmering, kind of a goldy, bronzy color. And it just catches my eye. That's, uh, that's a very fine, actually, piece of uh, armor right there. What, what say you on uh, giving that to me for a fine price? For a fine price? Sure. What do you ask for something of that? The most helpful you could be to me is to pay me a fair price for my work. Can I pay you in karate moves? Hiya! What what is your name? My name's Eldith. Now I'm a bit argumentative because I'm I'm trying to say like, well, I don't I don't think it'll fit you that that well. I mean, you will certainly lose some of your some of your ability to Do you to have be a stealthy. tail under there? No. You don't have a tail? What happened to your tail? It was removed. Uh, that's not my business, I'm sorry. That's all right. Tell us, what is the cost of the breastplate? 400 gold. Mm. And what of the studded leather armor? I charge 45. Gold? Yes. Mm. It's up to you, Tabaxi. The studded leather armor makes more sense in the long run. It is what you've always wanted, isn't it? But I would like it embroidered, please, with this symbol. And I draw a symbol out on What does this symbol look like, Harlan? It's a... Sort of like a bullseye. It's like a cross between a circle. It's like crosshairs. On it. It's like crosshairs, yeah. You pay 45 gold, and you're going to pick up your armor tomorrow. Is there any way I could pay a little extra to rush it? I suppose. Uh, Zealous. She calls a dragon born forward out of the back of the shop. She says, these nice people would like rush job on some embroidery. Would you mind? Oh, all right, mum, I'll do it. What would you like? And he takes the parchment from you that you've inscribed the symbol on, and he says... I'll do it in an hour. I appreciate that very much. Thank you. In the meanwhile, um, Quayloth has gone over to the Lion Shield Coster, I sure. imagine. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, he's he's gone through the grocery list of Jack's things uh, and uh, some incense and a oh a pair of panties. Uh, okay, all right. And what uh, color would you like? Uh, a purple, actually. Purple is already here. Indeed, um, must be a spell component. And I will purchase. Different materials myself. I'm going to buy two platinum rings. Ooh. Um, and this is for a uh, mm. certain spell that I've been mm-hmm. sitting on. You can just check out the adventuring gear list in the player's handbook. And if you need any extra stuff. Then too bad. It, so Sorry. I have a spell called Revivify. Brag about it. Uh, but it requires 300 gold pieces worth of diamond. But it can revive someone from dead. Yeah, that's important. What are the conditions on that spell? You touch a creature that has died within the last minute. That creature returns to life with one hit point. This spell can't return to life a creature that has died of old age, nor can it restore any missing body parts. Yeah, let's do it. It's a a freebie for me. That's going to be really useful. I almost promise. Dorn's gonna die in the next few episodes. I'm gonna go into the apothecary and I wanna make I wanna see if there's a potion that I can buy that'll bring someone back to life. So if it's Trayloth <laughs> that goes down, we can give him a dose I of something that. to bring him back. That's like going into uh, like a grocery store in our world and being like, Do you have a food that will bring someone back to life? <laughs> I feel like that's not really like a common thing. A uh, potion of healing is the most common magical item that you're going to be able to find for sale. Mm -hmm. Typically, other magical items and potions, spell scrolls, that sort of thing, they're not as common. You wouldn't ever really find them in a store. Okay, so then I'm going to get four health potions. How much are health potions? 50 gold. 
Okay, so Not let's bad. go for four. Yeah. Well, how many do we have already? Because we have one. We have a, a, a hero po- a heroism potion. Which, which, because the heroism potion does temporary hit points, mm-hmm. that would revive somebody, no. would it not? No. Temporary hit points do not bring you up from zero. That's good to know. Jack, you head into the inn. You are guided to your room by Miros, who says, with my compliments... Unless you guys want to do any specific exploration around the town, we can just fast forward time. I think just before we decide to fast forward time, I would ask Miros and just say, is everything all right in town? Is there anything important? We are a few adventurers. Maybe we can help. Yeah. Do you have any like heavy lifting that needs to be done? Any ways that I can help out? I mean, I got lots of energy. I got a full belly. I'm ready to do some work if I can help. Well, thank you for the suggestion. There's lots of people in the square who might like your help. Sure. Red? Let's do it, buddy. I'll climb up on your shoulders like old times. (laughs) All right, yeah, let's just fast forward. I mean, assuming there's nothing really important. Yeah, no, I mean, you help people unload casks of ale from wagons and whatever. I wake up. You gain a level! Rolled a three for some hit dice or hit points. Rob, what's your favorite thing about Jack at level five? So level five, Jack, I mean, so he he spent the night, wakes up. He doesn't get the full hours, eight hours of sleep because he has to get up and rest. And he's got these two ideas for spells in his mind. He scrolls down a couple of third level spells because he gets third level spells. (gasps) So, you know, the classic fireball counter spell that's on the list now. Yeah. Um, And that's really Jack's deal when he wakes up. Gotta love fireball. Yeah. And And if he has an extra hour after he wakes up, he would like to cast a spell. Assuming that there's a, a small bag full of charcoal and incense and herbs that, that got dropped off. Oh, of yeah, course. definitely. Um, I think he'd be like, Kieran, let's, let's give this a shot. Well, I'm scared. Worst case scenario, you'll be back in this lovely owl form, but just think about all of those rats and toads and spiders that they've got back home that they teased us about for having, you know, we, we're, your owl's great, but think, look at that sleek cat body, those wings. We can do this. All right. So dismiss Kieran back to the other world. Almost immediately in the fireplace, build a little fire, burn the charcoal on it, put the herbs and the incense on there and start chanting, drawing some, some symbols in the circle and call forth Kieran's spirit uh, from, from this, this fae spirit from, from the other world into the form of a tressum, a winged cat. They pull themselves out of the embers toward you. They unfurl their wings and examine their paws, retract claws in and out. Yeah. Hi, boss. Hey, Karen. How are you feeling? I feel great. You guys want to know some cool things about Tresums? Yes. Tresums are intelligent. They have, they're like intelligence 11. They're as smart as you or I. So they can understand the words you say now instead of just my psychic commands. Kieran, how are you feeling? I feel wonderful. I feel good about this. Hey, boss. Yeah. There's a feast going on downstairs. Let's check it out. And as you descend the stairs, you see the sun dipping below the horizon. Golden Fields is responding by lighting thousands and thousands of lanterns and candles. People start bringing dishes out from the longhouses surrounding the town square. And the smell of good cooking is everywhere. Hundreds of home cooks working with the freshest produce and the highest quality of meats proudly carry their family recipes to the table to share with the whole town. There are bubbling cauldrons of rich stew, baskets of steaming golden rolls, gleaming fruit tarts, mounds of sweetly roasted vegetables, wheels of pungent cheese, casks of beer and wine, 
and it seems like the whole town has gathered to share everything all together. As the candlelit tables grow heavy with food and people, the feeling of comfort and belonging is truly special. Red walks out in like this suit <gasps> and he's like, I borrowed it from Miros. And Miros is like, it looks good on you. I promise I'll give it right back. I just wanted to celebrate this high harvest for the first time properly. It seems like everybody's getting dressed up. I'm so excited. He throws an arm around your shoulders. Thank you for coming. To share your time with me. Always. And I see Jack's new familiar. Mm-hmm. <gasps> so I, th- I think where, where Relix may have been like a more classic black or gray sort of cat, I think Kieran's got like a tortoiseshell kind of look, sort of the dark, almost greens and grays and other things in there. And the wings sort of carry that, those golds and, and dark colors on to all their tips. Can I give them sapphire eyes? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. Now that we're outside for the first time, why don't you stretch your wings, Kieran? I'd love to. They take to the sky and circle around the sunset. Slow motion. Sapphire eyes, twinkling in the moonlight. <laughs> it's like a fucking looking at the golden the fields. Beautiful. Bruce Springsteen song. Fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah. There, it's, I mean, there are just hundreds of tables here. Everyone wants to share food with you. A little food fight erupts at one of the kids' tables, and Red's like running away from it, like orchestrating it. <laughs> yeah. What? Give me like one snapshot of how you guys are enjoying your time here. Doran is moving around, shaking the hands of all the warriors and soldiers in the crowd. You know, giving thanks. Some people recognize Doran. Can Doran be wearing? Something nice too. Yeah, he's wearing like a, a neckerchief. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a red and blue neckerchief. Cute spirals, and uh, just on top of his armor. I mean, doesn't doth his armor for uh, no ever. And I will note that I didn't ever tell the blacksmith my name. So some people are recognize me. The blacksmith obviously did not. People I'm know you to see you? Some. Those those soldiers who are more older, who may have been traveling around a lot more. Is your axe like super Iconic. iconic all, yeah. yeah. That's the word I'm I like all My axe is iconic. Uh, all my armor has little in- initials in the corner, mm-hmm. like a DI. Yeah, like one of the soldiers comes up to you and is like, mm-hmm. you're outfitted in entirely... Iron Fist Steel must be a great fan of his. Well, I am Doran Iron Fist. What? <laughs> oh, this is amazing. Oh, let me bring you a drink. And again, I'm not trying to stroke my own ego, but, you know, I'm humble. I don't put myself above others. That's just Doran's personality, you know. You have so much blood in your beard. <laughs> <laughs> Kieran flies over to you, Jack, and yeah. lands lightly on the table and then leaps into your lap and curls up and they say, I really like this, boss. I'm really glad. I'm, I, think it's, I think it's really cool. Uh, I can't wait to show Torin. And then they jump down and uh, I'm going to go look for some mice, I think. Sounds fun. Kraloth, what, what are you doing this, this whole time? Kraloth has somehow found himself um, with a lot of the mothers of the village. And he's just like, he's he's been helping them, like you know, uh, like fold laundry and. You're in the back uh, doing the washing up already. Yeah, yeah, and so now, like, I've just been with them, and they've been like, "Oh, can you help me with this? Can you help me with this?" And they've got like, they're like, they've got like little ones. Oh, can you hold my little one? So Aww. now Kraloth has like two like newborn babies, just like staring up at him. <laughs> and he's just like looking down at them, 
and just like completely mesmerized by them. And there's like a little toddler like climbing up his leg. And I feel like Kraloth is like oblivious to all the women fawning over him. Oh, 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 can you do this for me, Kraloth? Oh, can you do this for Bat- me, Kraloth? You know, oh, batting eyelashes. Yes, 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 yes. Like showing entirely too much cleavage. Yeah. Is like trying to feed you some food off of her fork. Oh, you know? oh don't oh. mind if I do. My hands are a little full. Oh, it's delicious. You made this like yourself. Like a chorus oh, yeah, of oh. like yeah. giggles yeah. accompany your every yeah. utterance. Yeah, he just somehow was drawn to the the infants, the babies, mm. this these these new lives that are like are full of potential, and there's mm. something that just really, it's like he craves this sort of being. He's so oh, he spends right. so much time in the one spectrum of yeah. life and death that the other side of it is is the newborn really child. refreshing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, the feast is attended by a halfling musician who strides confidently between the tables packed with people, strumming a lute and singing out with a clear voice, uh, entertaining people. He seems to be well known among the populace. Folks are clapping him on the back. He's stealing a goblet of wine here, taking a swig or grabbing someone's baked potato and, you know. Tis high harvest time in the golden fields with sapphire eyes and all their appeals. Nice. A plus. <laughs> the night grows late. People linger at the tables for a long time. You know, folks are putting babies to sleep and then coming back out to party. Yeah, Red has definitely been like playing tag with the tot, like so the cute. middle age kids, <laughs> you know, between like five and like ten. You're so uh, fast. Oh my god, so fast and like climbing trees. He, like even he even climbs Liferless as well, yeah. and he's like climbing up and like as he does it, the Liferless amber is, eyes open and look at you in the face. And uh, he's, I'm like, Shh, don't say anything. Oh, of course, I'll keep and your then, secret. Like, as the kids are like below being like red he like shakes me out and i fall to the ground like laughing and scamper and run back in the village does they it pile occur, on and tickle you does yeah. it occur to you red to like play down to their abilities or are you trying to be the best at hide uh, and seek totally trying to be the best but also like not you aware of the difference between the, the kids a- and me ages. like yeah, it's yeah. this is where red's just like there like he's literally an hour ago eating dinner next to two people who he's just bored with and he's like right. oh, yeah very good yes you sound like Jack and then these kids like come up and they're like well, what do you oh, look like and he's like do you want to oh. play <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm, and then good. he's just like off running I just around. imagine I just imagine the scene like you like falling funny. out of the tree and all the kids laughing and then one of the adults like kids it's time for pumpkin pie I'm like pumpkin pie and, and, run after yeah. and you're all like sitting beside each other, oh, elbows yeah. up, and like, like getting as red much in my mouth as like one yeah. little girl like picks up a handful of whipped cream and puts it on your nose, and then uh-huh. you look at her, and then all of a sudden the entire like, table is covered that's in whipped cream. That's the food fight from earlier, and, yeah. That's, yeah. and then you see me like running by, and, and like Kraloth sees me from the corner of his eye. You're like, like Miros's fancy suit is like covered oh, in covered leaves yeah. and like yeah. gravy. <laughs> totally, Jack. What are you doing? I mean, he goes to find Z in the table full of awkward people who don't really know what to say at parties yeah there's a bunch of <laughs> there's a bunch of druids and clergy who are yeah. uh, kind of and he spends he spends a lot of time at, like 
sort of connecting with them a little bit, talking about Golden Fields and what this year was like and how the just trying to trying to dance around any any subjects that are hard, but also like none of us are good at that. You notice that all the druids are using wooden utensils because they don't touch metal. <laughs> nice. All that stuff. And Doran's kind of standing over by a select few obvious soldier type people and they're like scrunting next to each other well and and they're and we're kind of going over like moves and you can see me i grab like the tip of someone's sword and i bring it down lower i'm like no you want to be here you want to be here you guys have all had like four glasses of wine yes and you're just loose enough to like share your secrets no far too much looser than that and you can (laughs) see you know, with every with every piece of advice on battle, Doran gives. He takes another big swig of his beer, and then they laugh and jolly. And then there's some, you know, some friendly. They're they're even play fighting. You know, ting 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 ting. Hey, cheers! Uh, and then yeah. and then more ting ting. I think ting. Jack's the sort of nerd seeing that the druids have their own utensils is like maybe this is an opportunity. I've got this Uthgart utensil that oh, I yeah. found at a dig site that like to show off this the like bone? here's this here's this like hundred year old artifact I found somewhere and just to be like maybe they'll be interested because utensils it's like the most tenuous connection of of something that would be interesting. But yeah, yeah. next scene yeah. from across the table, uh, who's a woman who you haven't really fully met yet. Mm. She uh, she peers over her spectacles at you in the dim candlelight and she says that's very interesting uh, I believe I've written a paper on the Uthgardian barbarians um, really yes I, I've published it um, in Waterdeep in the library of Kosoth oh well I'll have to get that out of the library next time I'm there um, that sounds fascinating I, I I didn't get a lot of chance to to explore this dig much once once we discovered it was an, an Uthgard uh, burial mound we, we didn't want to disturb it further and, and wanted to find the proper uh, people to ask before no, we... No, indeed. You don't yeah. want to to rile up the Uthgard barbarians any more than they normally are, of course. So you're from Waterdeep? Oh, I am indeed, yes. I'm a, a member of the Watchful Order of Magists and Protectors. This is part of my annual uh, sojourn here. <laughs> Jack sort of laughs a little bit because there's a version of reality where he was her and he got sent to the weird places and he got like it's like oh yeah yeah i i, I bet we know a, a bunch of people in common my um father's the lord wands really does that make you jack that is me yet uh, or johannes as he would call me i believe i am a colleague of your sister olana oh yes yeah she she's one of the first uh people who taught me magic she's Small world. Well, you know, the mages of Waterdeep, we, we keep tabs on each other, whether you like it or not. Um, Indeed. Well, I'll be sure to keep tabs on you, young Jack. <laughs> it's it's a pleasure to meet you. Um, uh, hopefully your your watch over Golden Fields goes without trouble. Um, and we won't miss too many of the lovely feasts back in Waterdeep. Indeed. So the night the night grows long. People start heading off to bed. Dara, did you have a nice night? Did you have a nice night, friend? Hey, Where were you? I saw you with babies in your arms. No, none of them were mine. Oh, not yet. Well, I was. I had a very tiring night. I tell you. Do you like babies? We should adopt a baby, Kraylov. After all, this is over. What do you say? Brown out, being dead. I don't know if I have the energy. Mm. I mean, the dead are one thing, but the living with that much life, not much poop. Doran stumbles toward you. Gorilla, gorilla, gorilla. He jumps up. I'll be your baby. And he jumps into your <laughs> I'll arms. I'll let you be our baby. 
and I like oh, come boy. up hugging the other side of the arm so Doran's between us and I'm like this is the most ugliest oh. baby I've ever seen a, oh. a blonde woman a human with these like chocolatey eyes walks up to you and she's so Kraloth um, are you staying at the inn tonight <laughs> and I turn to Ooh. Doran and I'm like maybe we won't need to adopt a uh. baby let's go Doran and I like pull Doran from Kraloth's arm yeah. and the two of us like walk off why, yes, uh, I will be at the inn tonight. And and you'll be here in town for a little while, I hope. I do hope so as well, yes. Maybe I'll see you tomorrow. I do hope so. And you have like yourself a wonderful night. Skips off. Do you know her name? <sighs> she was Marie Marinette. Mm. I think it was uh, Cubus. Loxane. <laughs> 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 Suck you, bus. Wait. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. Of course I know her name. Doran. And I put Doran down by the front door. I kind of imagine these like uh, Western swingy doors. And Saloon we, doors. And we see like the crackling of this like bonfire out maybe like 30 feet from the front. And like Jack sort of still at the table of awkward. And um, we're like, <laughs> Jack, come here. Let's, 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 yeah. let's go outside. And it's like a neat kind of, um, you know, cobblestone road, but then there's a sunken pit meant yeah. for bonfires. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's about, you know, right yeah. kind of 30 feet out from the front of the tavern. And like, as we're approaching, Dalton we see seats. the last people of the night kind of like leave. Yeah. So Doran and I drunkenly approaches. I'm, yeah, Jack will come over and join you at the sort of as he walks home. And we He's, grab a couple logs there from are, the... There's p- a couple of poking sticks. Yeah. I love a good poking stick. What do you say, Jack? And I hand you a poking stick. You know, there's something primal about playing with fire, and Jack can't help but like roll a log over and try and you know get it to, to light the fire a little brighter, a little burn a little better. Maybe you're thinking about your new spell that you've just learned, <laughs> I Fireball. I mean, you know, there's, it's always in the back of his head. He's cooking on stuff, but... Did you get a name? I yell uh, towards the door of the bar as Kraloff's walking out. Miss uh, Chocolate-Eyed Little Ditty you had a conversation with. <laughs> we'll see about that. We'll see how things go. I, uh, we can talk about other things, though. Uh, and, like, Red is stretched out on, a, on, like, a log, like, lying down with his back, his, like, head towards the sky. Doran rolls a, a log into the fire, reaching too far in, and singes his bloody beard. Your hand's on fire, Doran. So here we are, start of a new month, and we've done everything we had to do. What do we do next? Where do we? Where do you guys want to go? I, what, do you, what do you think we do? I guess we ask him, and I point up towards like the stars, and I'm like, "Isn't that what he said, Zephyros? With some old, holy ordained some nonsense about being the <laughs> ordinary thing." Red, are you suggesting we pray? To find an I'm answer? not saying me. You, you, you three are the prayers. <laughs> Just see what we're going to do. By the light of Moradin, may we be guided to do what's right. <laughs> Kraylov, you, you, you're the one that knows this stuff. What do we do? How do we find our way forward? Kraylov stares into the fire for a little while. And then he clasps his hands together. And he uh, he speaks up. And he, he looks up at the stars and he says... O Kelimvor, god of life and death, I sense that the balance is off, that the scales are wrong. And here we are, standing on the fulcrum. Please guide us. 
guide us back to bring balance to Faerun in the best way we can help. Kraloth. What's a fulcrum? <laughs> That's the balance point on a tear tar. Your hands on fire again, Dorian. <laughs> Look, I, I, I'm sure a sign will come to us, but I'm going to bed. Red drunkenly stands up and like walks around the fire and like pats each on the shoulder as he heads off towards the tavern. Good night, Red. Well, friend. Good night. Good night. See you next time. Doran looks at both of you and says, uh, "We really gotta." Figure out what we're doing with these giants if we're going to help these people. But I need to get to sleep. Good night. And he stumbles off. And Yeah, I think Jack is sort of there thinking pensively, thoughts about the future, um, and and then maybe retires inside to, to write a couple of letters. Kraloth sits by the fire for a little while longer and just before heading to bed, looks to the sky and uh, and says, Kalamvor... I will wait for your sign. After the four of you have been in bed for a couple of hours, a mighty yell shatters the night's silence. We're under attack! Oh, there it is. Thank you so much for listening, and if you enjoyed, please consider following us on Twitter or Instagram. See you next week! I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Oh Lord, battles coming in golden fields tonight. Oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Kellenvor. Yeah, got the Kellenvor, gotta keep us safe Cause we're gonna eat space I don't know, but it rhymes And that's a real important thing Gonna battle, gonna take that action Say swing what? Cut off a head, throw it into the cave You got Dorn on my right, gonna make him pay We got Jack with his glasses But so does Justin have them now Where are your glasses? Was you weren't wearing glasses before, were you? No, I wasn't Do you have glasses now? Do you have glasses? Uh, reading glasses Oh, okay. I'm far-sighted. My eyes are blighted. I don't know how to read when I don't wear glasses. I don't know what hided means, but I'm gonna say it anyway because this is green. Rhymes with oh, thanks. I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Feel it coming in the air. Oh Lord, coming in the air tonight. I've been waiting for this moment for all my life. I've been waiting for this moment. Oh Lord, I've been waiting for this moment all my life. Oh Lord, ha ha. on my right, Kellenvor on my left. Got Asmodeus behind me. Stay behind me, devil. Stay behind me. <laughs> we'll do some uh, Kanye, and I'll just yeah. Uh, that was very Kanye. Devil behind me, and and Kanye is also very like blown out like this. Kanye here, blown out. 
can't really get a clear audio for some reason because they don't know how to level the mixes. This new album is absolutely terrible. I can say that because I listen Blow to it. Blow that bass up. Blow it out. Blow it out. She's getting minis ready. That's why we're rapping. Getting ready some minis. It's happening. 